what will give us an external protection that these chantings and these practices and this Sufi reality and there are many different understandings but we are here to teach about the Sufi reality, the way of taskiyah, the way of purification of the self and the way that all the Prophets laid down a foundation and the last Prophet Sayyidina Muhammad gave all its oceans of realities for the perfection of our humanity. That in a time in which so much difficulty exists all around us and we are energy beings and we are spiritual beings sent for a physical experience to return back into the heavens. That there's an experience that Allah wants for us that sent us upon this earth. That we're spiritual beings with a two-way ticket going back. Tariqah comes, Sufism comes to teach that the inner core must be powerful. If there's a weakness in the inner core, the external will be under complete obliteration. So Allah the Divine the Presence teaches that, I show you my signs upon the horizon and then I'll show you within yourself. Inside the self is more difficult for some people. They don't want to reflect inward. They don't want to take the time to understand what they are, who they are, what God has created them for and what abilities God has given to them. So then it gives us a mercy, look to the outside. You see outside is a mirror of your reality. So the most important for us on the outside is the earth, the moon and the sun. These are tremendous realities for who we are and what God wants from us. They say, God, because there are many people here from different faiths. And they say, oh, are you talking about Allah as someone else? No, Allah is the creator, the creator of the entire universe, he created this universe and created ourselves. The earth they come, spiritual masters come to teach that this earth, because we don't want to know about ourselves yet, this earth has an, a core where they found out it's an iron, molten iron core that's super hot. This iron inside the earth is controlling the energy of the earth. So the iron inside the earth controls the energy and the protection and force field of the earth. The iron within it gives its guidance, gives many different realities of this iron core, this heated core of the earth. So much so that they found that there's seven layers of atmosphere that protect us from whatever is going to be coming towards this earth of radiation, 
of difficulties, whatever's out there in Allah's creation and God's creation, this earth is protected. So they found that this iron core creates a, an energy field. This energy field like a field of radiation that go all around and nothing penetrates this Van Allen belt. It's a tremendous force field. And spiritual masters come to teach that Allah said, I'll show you upon the horizon, I'll show upon yourself. You are as powerful and created with the same reality that your iron core, the reality within your being, if it's lit and purified, you produce an energy. And this energy field, what they call the nazma, what they call qudra, or whatever they want to call these energy fields, there's an energy that if the core is energized, the reality is energized the way God had intended for us to live and to act and behave, it produces an energy. This energy field can become so powerful, not only it protects you, but you can move that energy out. And it can affect hundreds of people, thousands of people, millions of people, depending upon the power Izzatullah, which can never be understood. What Allah wants to give to His servant, it can't be limited and no one can say, no, God can't give that, God give whatever He wants. But I have honored this creation of Adam and Eve. You are more honorable than this earth. You are more powerful than this earth. You're more powerful than this phone and this cellular phone and these technologies. So then they come to teach our own physiology. We're poking away because if we talk with Islamic terms, they say, oh, immediately I'll negate it. This guy's too religious. So easy to talk in your scientific terms. When we understand the physiology of the self, as soon as we pick a life in which we want to meditate, and Prophet taught us to know himself, we'll know his Lord As soon as you begin to take a path in which to know yourself, you get to teach that this being of ours is based on its breath. The first power that's coming into this body is going to be based on the purity of the breath. As soon as you breathe, you breathe in an energy. That energy comes into the lungs. This is the spiritual physiology of our being. You breathe, the energy comes into the lungs. The purity of that breath, the lungs will now deposit the blood, energizes the blood, stamps the blood and sends that blood into the heart. Now it depends on the purity of the heart because now this Power is coming. Every life is based on a breath. Whatever we've planned of life is of no importance if God doesn't give you the next breath. You have, they say, 24,000 breaths in one day. So it means we have 24,000 gifts of life in one day. So then the concept of chanting and praising the Divine was to first praise Him and thank Him. It's not a him, it's not a her the Divinely Reality for this breath that we've been given. That this life force that you've given to me, Alhamdulillah wa shukran all praise be to you and all thankfulness be to you. The power of my being is based on understanding that breath. 
when I see that that energy is going to come into my being, I'm going to sanctify my breath. So that they found out, you know, the, the Bodhi tree, the tree of life that many spiritual paths show you, uh, that tree is right inside of you. It's called your bronchial tree. Can you smell right? Bronchial. Yeah, your, your lungs. Allah's showing. Whatever I have out there is existing within you. If you open your inner reality, Allah will show you all of His heavenly kingdom. But if you cannot manage your own reality, how Allah want to show you the rest of His reality? So you have this tree of life, Sidratul Muntaha. You have the Lut tree, you have the Bodhi tree, you have the tree of all certainty and reality within our being. So then they came and they saw that your whole life is then on the breath. Sanctify that breath, purify that breath. Try to keep all things that would contaminate and to destroy the being away from the breath. Because all that the evilness wants is to destroy you. And to hit the heart, then you begin to understand these movies of kingdoms and warfare. There's a war against you, there's a war against me and it's the devil. It's all bad desires that comes and says that, why would I allow you to become knighted by God? Why would I allow you to become someone empowered by the Divinely Presence? His whole being is to attack your kingdom. So to hit the heart, very difficult. That's like a full-on bullseye attack. He's going to weaken the kingdom before he can make his attack. So then they come to teach that this power that I'm trying to bring is going to be based on how clean this breath is. When he wants to contaminate every breath I'm bringing to destroy my lungs, to contaminate my blood and to kill the heart. So he didn't have to hit your heart directly because that's a, that's a full frontal attack is very difficult. Shaitan's scared of the power that emanates from the heart because God's presence, God's lights are upon that servant. So he says, I can take their heart out by what they're going to breathe. And they say the second hand smoke more dangerous than the first hand. Means these contaminants will enter into the mouth to destroy the lungs and that's all the shaitan wants. That's all the, the bad character, bad evil, bad, bad ego wants. Destroy that breath of the servant. If that breath is destroyed, the lungs will be destroyed. If the lung is destroyed, the heart will be completely contaminated. Because what's, what's nurturing that heart will be contaminants and then destroyed. So once they sanctify and understood the purity of their breath, to bring their breath in, to bring their breath with a praise, to understand that it comes into their tree of life, then it illuminates their chest like a tree of life. Every reality begins to come and that's why we call nafas al-rahmah, the, the breath of the most merciful. Because God's rahmah and mercy is based on how clean we keep that breath. When we appreciate and understand the greatness of that breath, a tremendous mercy begins to dress the servant. The lungs become illuminated with light. Later they find that all the blood cells that are being made by the lungs are being washed and cleansed. These blood cells now move into the heart. So Sufism is not based on the endocrine system. So other spiritual paths, they're based on nine points that run the spine. 
Tariqa and Sufism is based on the nine points that run the chest. There are 40 sets of nine. The most important nine are the nine that run across your chest because this is the Divinely Kingdom. That's why Prophet told, if there's one part of you good, all of you is good. If one part of you bad, all of you bad. What's the purpose of fixing everything if you have a rotten heart? So they say, leave all that, focus only on the chest, focus only on the heart, the purification of the heart. If I'm understanding that my breath is going to come with power, that breath is going to be purified, it's actually going to be purifying the blood. That blood gets deposited into the heart. Now if the heart is going to be the house in which this force is coming, my job is to purify my heart. And that's why Prophet described Qalb al-Mu'man Baytullah, the house Qalb al-Mu'man, the heart of the believer is the house of God. So in other religions, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as is in heaven. The kingdom of Allah has to come to the heart of the believer. But God's kingdom doesn't come to a dirty heart, a heart that is being thrown in with contamination. So what Allah describes and many people read Holy Qur'an they think that Allah is talking only about the Kaaba. Any reference to the Kaaba is a reference to the heart of the believer that take my house, purify my house, wash my house and circumambulate my house. Allah's most important house is not the one made from stones. Allah's most important house is the one He made with His hands and He blew His nafas into your being. The most precious to Allah is not from stones. The most precious to Allah is what He made of insan. I made your being and I blew my spirit into your being. This is the house of Allah this is the house of God, this is the kingdom of God. So begins to teach, purify that heart, sanctify and clean that heart. Then they understood that this blood that coming into the heart, what actually makes the blood to be red? The iron, the iron, the iron within your body. gives the hemoglobin, what gives the blood its redness, what gives the blood its spiritual importance is that every cell of blood has a, a little cell of iron on it. It's the iron within the blood that's going to be purified. If that iron is purified, it becomes a perfected satellite. So the zikr, that the, barely the praising of Allah brings a sanctity and purity to the heart because they begin to teach. When I'm going to set my house of God is my heart, I'm going to purify and sanctify my heart. I'm understanding that this breath that comes in, there's an energy everywhere from Divinely Presence. In an atomic and molecular subatomic level, there's a secret of what we call who. There's the secret of a divine power that powers all the atoms that are making us all to appear. That power when you breathe with a divine consciousness, 
brings a light and an energy. If that blood cell is washed and clean and put zikr upon it, praise upon it, the, the praising of the Divinely Presence upon it and the heart is purified and clean, the heart actually stamps the iron. Once the heart stamps the iron, it sends that iron throughout the body, sends that purified blood throughout the body. So it means if that heart is clean, the heart is purified. The heart understands that this iron has to be washed and clean. That's why we have also in our spiritual training hijama. Hijama is the, the way of pulling blood from your body. So they do cupping in Eastern culture. The, the menses of the female takes a lot of the difficulty away, but men they don't lose blood. And as a result of the collection of blood, the bad and dirty elements of the blood are actually stored upon your shoulder blade. So now they found in office buildings what they called dirty buildings. The air would circulate up and down yeah. the building, up and down. And everybody who smoked on the 30th floor, everybody on the first floor also smoked with them because the air just circulated, circulated, circulated. This is the body. All the contaminants of the body is moving, moving and the body begins to store all the dirty iron around the shoulders. So then Prophet brought for us, make a hijama, do cupping upon the shoulder to take all the dirtiness, all the filth that's been gathering on, on that body to be purified and to be cleansed. So they be understood that their body has to be clean. When they understand that their body has to be clean, their blood their specifically their blood has to be clean. Then they begin to understand that this blood of mine, the importance of this blood is going to be the, the cleanliness of the iron. And I'm going to clean that blood. And so how do you clean your heart? That's why external scholars, all they talk about is wudu. External scholars, they only talk about external issues. Internal and external scholar teaches you that, okay, you learn how to wash your body. Now more important, how you wash your heart? The body's clean, who cares? What's more important is the devil that's inside. The badness that's inside has to be washed. So then there's a washing for the heart, zikrullah. Yeah, the praising upon the Divinely Presence is the washing of the heart. And the praise upon the Divine it illuminates the heart. It creates an energy within the heart. Well, as Allah said, the truth and falsehood, they never come together. If the heart is operating from falsehood, from bad desires, bad energies, as soon as you praise the Divine, the Presence, it's either going to be the truth or false. The two, they don't sit together and hang out. As soon as they begin to praise in the heart, the power of negativity, the energies of negativity, they vanish and they flee. Shaitan's not going to sit in the proximity of praising the Divine the Presence. And that's why he pushes people, don't praise, don't open your lips, don't mention anybody, praise me. Come here, let's go do bad things. So the heart is a tremendous vehicle of realities. Forget about what the religious practice and what, what what sect or what division. There's a rule from shaitan to make divisions. But the core reality is you have a heart and that heart should be a house of God. And that heart should be praising the Divine the Presence. 
If it praises the divine presence, it creates a light that burns away evilness, that light will be stamped upon the blood and the iron. And then, when we come to the blood, because now we want to do the wudu inside, I'm going to praise the divine presence to clean my heart. I'm going to make salawat on Prophet to clean my heart. Even at home, just, just making some chanting as a cleaning for the heart. Why do you want to wait for heart surgery? Open up your chest, crack all your bones, put some medicine in there, give you some medicine from your mouth, when it's very simple and very inexpensive, buy a tasbih and sit there and go, Allah, 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 Allah. Much more affordable. Why wait till somebody crack everything and find everything is dirty and disgusting? The Prophet gave us that solution. The solution in that reality, how to wash. As soon as we begin to focus on this energy, that I'm going to purify my heart, I'm going to make my heart the house of God. I'm going to make within that house and that's why Allah says, we don't allow our name to be mentioned in their homes. Allah has to give a permission for His name to be mentioned, Surah An-Nur. We allow our name to be mentioned. The greatest house of God is my heart. So I'm praying, please allow your name to be mentioned within my heart. It's not my cleverness if I don't mention God, it's He didn't allow me to mention Him. So I humbled myself, I'm nothing, I'm nothing, purify myself. Clean me my Lord, I'm nothing. Take away this dirtiness, take away this badness and allow your name to be mentioned within my heart. Then they begin to understood, they begin to understand that this blood is of a tremendous importance. Then what Prophet wrote, that shaitan runs in your blood. Shaitan is moving in the blood. And that's why when they understood the reality of their heart, they have to purify their heart. They have to purify their blood. Now they're going to do chanting for the heart and now they're going to focus on their blood. So how am I going to focus on my blood? The quality of my blood is what I'm going to eat and drink. If I want to make wudu of myself and my blood, what do I eat and drink? Any contaminant within the food and the drink is directly affecting my blood. That's why drinks are forbidden. Because if you take a little bit of, of forbiddenness in a beautiful glass of water, just drop. One drop will contaminate the whole water. That's why. Because Allah says that I want my house to be purified, I want my house to have power, I want my house to be all my kingdom within your heart. But this blood that coming in is all contaminated. And contaminated with what? You know that the devil operates in the open because he's scared of the court of God. He doesn't hide anything. So when they come back and say, he fooled me, he says, no I didn't fool him, I told him it was spirits. I told him he's putting spirits into his mouth. And for those of us who know what jinn are, <coughs> there's also a drink called jinn. <laughs> so, so you don't have to guess, it's not so much guessing involved. Because <laughs> he's, he's scared of God's court of law. He's not going to lie. He's not going to say, I fooled them. He said, I openly told them. I told them they chose to contaminate their blood. So that their blood would be destroyed, their heart would be destroyed and that your presence would never enter into their heart.
So then the importance of the blood is what I drink. I'm going to drink a lot of water. Every time I drink water, I'm going to pray upon the water. Then that's a, uh, that's a separate talk of the power of water is an angelic reality. Whatever you pray upon water, the angels in the water say, Amen. Amen. It's all angels. My throne was upon the water. They drink a lot of water. They pray upon water. And that water sanctifies and purifies their blood. They pray upon their food, that if there's any badness in this food, any evilness in this food, any bad intention put into the food, because their whole life become energy beings. They're not extreme, they're just not stupid. They're not extreme, they're just not stupid. It's different. When you're an energy person, you see what God wants you to see. You see what's moving in that food. You see the energy of what people put into that food. You know when somebody makes food, if, if they're not showered, they're not washed, they're angry, they're, they're distraught, they're violent, whatever their characteristics are, they put into the food while they're making it for you. They're putting all their grief, all their misery, all their anger, because they're energy beings. They're dumping and depositing all their energy and become like a surprise package for you. <laughs> you take a bite and you don't know, I thought this was just going to be a burrito. It was loaded, loaded, that you'd be sick for days. Because people don't understand anymore their energy beings. They don't know what they're putting in into everything and what people are receiving as a gift from people. So then you pray upon the food because you can't go and clean everything. But my Lord, I'm nothing, I'm no one, I'm just praying to sanctify and purify whatever I'm about to eat. And in your name, I'm asking that take away any difficulty and send it to be filled with Rahman and Rahim. And we make our dua and we make our prayers upon it. So then what we eat and drink begins to purify the blood. As soon as we begin to purify the blood, everything is moving. Then we're beginning to understand how the Evilness is trying to come and how it's con trying to conquer the body. We pray that God gives us more and more strength. Amen. That this reality is just an introduction to show that they understand energy. And they understand how to purify energy. And that if we reach a level of purification, we're not operating from our physicality anymore. If you reach towards this reality, they operate from their soul. They reverse the contract. Those whom are encaged by their body, they can only operate from the limitations of their physicality because nothing's opening. But do you think that if they open the heart and the kingdom of God came onto their heart, that they're operating from their body? They're operating from their soul, in which the holy hadith, hadith of Qudsi, that you came to me with voluntary worship after you did all your obligations, I became the eyes in which you see the ears in which you hear, the breath in which you breathe. Allah is saying, I'm going to give you eyes to see from your soul. You'll see with my power with your soul. You'll hear with my power with your soul, each to their limit. Of what the soul can see, the soul can see inside your soul. The soul can be sent millions of miles away, thousands of miles. Their soul has an ability to be in the heavens within an instant. You don't think they can reach you 2,000 miles away? The soul moves at the speed of thought even faster. They think about where they want to be with Prophet in a blink of an eye their soul is present with Prophet Was that harder or to, to, to reach to you at home? 
They operate from their soul. They can see with their soul. They hear with their soul. They breathe with nafasa rahmah from Allah's qudra. He says, I'll be the hands in which you touch. Means Allah's qudra is upon their hand. I'll be the feet in which you move. That their qadam is under Allah's izzah. If you're not under Allah's qadam, can somebody tell you not to enter somewhere? Let's see if they have the ability to stop Allah's qadam. If Allah give you the order, move, you move. Your feet are under Allah's command. Their hands are under Allah's command. Their eyes, their ears are under Allah's command. So much so you become Rabbaniyoon. You become of a lordly nature and I give you power, kum fayakum. Because their will matches the will of Prophet That will matches the will, means as soon as they make a prayer, Allah's will is already on the prayer and it's already been accepted. Because they're operating from Allah's will. If they didn't have Allah's will, they wouldn't have been that level of person. When they operate from Allah's will, it was already Allah's will to grant that. And immediately they make a dua and everything can be resolved if Allah wants it to be resolved. So I mean this kingdom is of a tremendous reality. It's not something small to think, oh should I do it or should I not do it? When they understood its reality, they left everything to achieve that. Because what you achieve of that reality will go with you to the grave and all of eternity. But what you get from Las Vegas, it doesn't last for anything except hardship and difficulty. Because Las Vegas says, what goes there stays there. (laughs) (laughs) Again, Shaitan gives his disclaimer. (laughs) It's going to stay there, it's not going to last for your eternity. The time in which you put towards Allah His teaching, if you put time towards me and my reality, it lasts you for all of eternity. So then that's why we said that we're not extreme, but we're not stupid. You want that which is temporary, go get it. You want that which is eternal, I think that would be a more wiser and calculated choice. The Hormat Muhammad al-Mustafa wa basira surat al-Fatiha. Ya Rabbi